Hi. Okay, so my name is Dominique. I am 24 years old, and I want to start this podcast. Hmm. This is just the beginning, and I just wanted to start this today and see how this goes. I downloaded this app, something free. I want to start off small and hopefully grow with my followers. I have none right now, but that will change, I'm sure. Um, A little bit about what this show is going to be about. I will be launching, like, full episodes every week, every day, at 8 o'clock. And it will be about, basically, 20s, your 20s. I'm 24, about to be 25 in June. And I know there's a lot more that I can learn and will learn, but I also know that there's a lot that I have learned, and I would like to share that and get opinions. I love talking to people. I love having genuine conversations, so everything I do or say, I actually mean it, so I felt like a podcast would be great for that. I would love to have people call in, give opinions, do lives. Um, of course, this one's recorded, but eventually, that's what I would like to do. And, yeah, we'll see how this goes. This show will talk about things from how you feel about homeschooling, how you feel about dating people with kids. How do you feel about having more than one boyfriend or girlfriend? We'll go from everything. Um, Very wide range. And I never really find... I don't really run out of things to find. I don't really run out of things to talk about. So this would be a great opportunity for me. And I would love feedback. Feedback is the only way you grow. And only doing something is the only way. Actually going and doing something is the only way you're going to find out if you're good at it. But I'm, I'm built for this. I love to talk, so. Yeah. Um, my name is Dominique. Dom. Domo. Whichever one you like. Um, and the name of the show is Prime 20 Radio. And it will be launching June 12th. At 8 o'clock. P.M. And, yeah, I hope that I get more people, (laughs) and I will start recording more. Thank you. Hey, guys, what's up? Um, This is Dominique, Dom, Domo, whatever you feel comfortable calling me. Um, The Dom is usually what I go by, but (laughs) I'm back, and I'm here with another short episode before I start my little season is what I want to call it that's what I'm going to call it um so yeah today I want to talk about what's a lot going on so I know y'all probably think I'm going to talk about what's going on but I really don't want to do that it might feed into it close to the end but today I really just want to talk about family and like real love and how I grew up um and how I am very appreciative of the support system that I do have um so 
So let's start. Well, I do have a small family to start off. It's only my mom, my three sisters, and that's it. Um, we got a dog here and there, and we got a pet bearded dragon. I do, but other than other than that, we do have a pretty small family, but it's really strong. Um, started with my mom. She was a single mother, and very very strong um to raise four young black females to be not what most people thought we would at least turn out to be being a household of women and having a single mom that's been to work and stuff but she did a lot for us um from losing jobs to make sure she pick us up from school on time to make sure somebody at the house when we're sick she does it a lot so that's a that is an, a spot for me that actually is very touchy my mom um but yeah so let's talk about just like family and love in general my family to start off basically telling you like how I grew up a little bit about me starting off because I mean how can I talk about the topics if you don't even know a little bit about the person that's talking right so <laughs> I grew up in Tampa Florida born and raised in Tampa Florida I've actually never left never moved to a different state um but I do want to I know a lot of people think that like if you just from Florida you want to stay in Florida now I want to venture out and I want to travel <clears throat> and do other things but basically growing up was looking back at it it made me who I am today but going through it during the times certain ages just wasn't as perfect so I would start off by I did grow up in Tampa um, second grade, I moved out to Apollo Beach. We all moved out to Apollo Beach. Before that, we were homeless, staying with people, just trying to figure it out. And we stayed in an apartment before that stage. But second grade, so I had to be like, what, six? No, I had to be like eight. <laughs> yeah, second grade, so I was like eight or seven. Um, and I remember being the only black girl in my whole school. Mind you, this is our first house, so we were excited. We just came from having nowhere to stay to having our own house. It's not the best house. It's not the biggest house, but it's our house. Um, we're there. My mom got it for us and made that happen. Um, but going to school out there, I was the only black girl. And I didn't realize that until I actually started looking around and how people would look at me. But they wouldn't look at me like in disgust. They would be like attracted to my skin, my skin color. Or like I remember being in everything, peer mediation, Girl Scouts, this, that, everything. <laughs> I wanted to be president. I ran for president one time. I didn't win, but... I ran. Um, 
I just wanted to be involved in everything. Like, I don't know. That was just something in me as a kid. But they loved my skin color. They were always telling, like, complimenting me on my skin color. But what I didn't understand and what I didn't like and what I still don't like to this day, and like most people, I don't, I don't think I've told people this, but I didn't like how, mind you, I was the only black girl. But then when my little sister came, and I'm going to take it back, <clears throat> I did think I was white during this time. I guess you can say like, oh, I should have had this. I needed to have a packed lunch because all my white friends have packed lunch and I can't be getting free lunch. Like, no. Um, yeah, my mom broke me out of that real quick. Real quick. <laughs> I remember one time she told me to pack all my stuff and go in my little suitcase. I was like second, third grade. This is when it was getting really bad because I thought that we were just too poor and felt like, nah, that's not for us. But my mom taught me and she, she broke me out of that and I liked the way she did it. Um, at the time I was a kid, so I didn't understand. But she told me to pack all my stuff and get out. <clears throat> and she was telling me as I was packing stuff, she was like, you can get out and go find a better family since you don't think you belong here. And as I was packing my stuff, of course I was crying. But then she told me, to, why are you packing that? I bought that. Why are you packing that? I bought that. So I basically had nothing to take with me. <laughs> so she was right. She got me on that. So <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't the she, we weren't the richest, but we had we had stuff. So I couldn't complain. Um, but what I didn't like at the school was that when my little sister came, she's a little darker than me, but we got the same mom. Like that's. That's my little sister. We come from the same family. Um, they would like kind of make fun of her or call her dark or think that she's dirty. And I didn't like that because how you think of me one way, but you think of my sister a different way just by looking at her and just by looking at me. She could be the nice, and it, it is true, she is nicer than me. Very, <laughs> very friend, more friendlier than I am, but I didn't like that growing up. Um, so yeah, I grew up there, and everybody that went to my elementary school went to my middle school and my high school. Um, what grade? I'd say around my sophomore year, my my freshman year in high school. I had to leave um, Eastbury, which was around the area where I was at. And we had to move. We had to move my, I remember we had to move my freshman year. And we moved back to Tampa area. <coughs> but my mom still allowed us to go to school out in Riverview. So we would drive, get up every morning early early as hell because <laughs> during high school and we used to my sister used to drop me off there mind you in high school I was not doing the best in school but the fact that my sister took time out to take me 
tea at school. And my mom allowed us to stay in the school that's 30 minutes, like 40 minutes away. She allowed that so that we can enjoy our just being kids, honestly, and enjoy things that she didn't get to have. Um, <clears throat> so that was just family, right? Like I'm saying, family, love, everything comes into play. Um, and I remember when I finally did switch schools, it was a little closer. Still wasn't where we lived, <clears throat> but it was closer. Um, got my first job, <laughs> um, which was exciting because I always said I wanted to get a job. And the reason why I wanted a job was not just to have money for myself. The main reason for me to have a job was to help out. And so I wouldn't have to ask my mom or my sisters for money all the time. So um, I like that. Growing up, fast forwarding, around junior year, we ended up having to move because the house was in foreclosure, so now we're homeless again, <clears throat> but this time we have a great grandma with us, and she lives with us, and it's amazing, um, we didn't know what we were going to do, but we stayed in the hotel room for probably a year definitely it could have been longer but we stayed in the hotel room for a year and my great grandma stayed with us and we would ask her if she would want to go to a room or anything that we can check her into the hospital and she said no it's family and she would sleep sitting up in her wheelchair in the middle of us in the bed she had no problem with that. So I always keep that in my mind. If my grandma, my great grandma, can be strong and do things like that for her family, I know I can for my family. And I have. And that's my whole family's everything. I mean, and I understand <clears throat> that some people don't have the best families because my mom's adopted and her family that she's adopted by don't care about her or us that's exactly why I said we got a small family it's my mom and my three sisters so whenever you say hear me say my family that's the only people I'm talking about <clears throat> I'm not going to be talking about nobody else um so yeah junior year we was homeless again we all stayed in the room for like a year that was kind of rough because, you know, I'm about to graduate next year and I want to do things, but I also need to help out. Um, and my mom told me, I'm going to find somewhere before you graduate, please. And she did. And I walked across the stage. I didn't even, <clears throat> when I walked across the straight, the stage with no diploma, because I didn't graduate when everybody graduated like they think. 
I failed the FCAP at one point. And that devastated me. But at the same time, I didn't take school serious until the last of the last. So it was on the end. I went back to get my diploma, not a GED. I actually went back, took my test, passed, and I got my diploma. It just wasn't on their terms, and I'm fine with that. Um, now, <laughs> at the time, I was embarrassed. I was, and people still don't know that to this day. Because I just don't tell my business like that. They don't know that I'm homeless. Like, it's probably like one or two people out there in the world that know this. Besides my family. Um, but yeah, we found a place. I went to prom. We were there. And everything was good. And fast forwarding again after graduation. I did. 20 years old, living the life, <clears throat> me and my best friend, <laughs> but at 20 is when I got my DUI, and that hit me, and that let me know how strong my family is, my mom is so real, and she's pretty tough, so me going to jail and me calling her was it's kind of scary <laughs> but mind you I got a DUI in my sister's car in my older sister car and she worked so that's in my head she let me borrow her car to go to my best friend's birthday party and we have fun me and my best friend have so much fun drunk she turned 21 though I didn't turn 21 I was still 20 I don't turn 21 till like two months after her but we have fun and they pulled me over for a taillight a taillight <laughs> they didn't know I was drinking by me swerving but <clears throat> they see my band blah 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 go to jail it's whatever but the fact that I'm trying to make is the fact that I had called well, I didn't have to call my mom. That's the thing. I could have called anybody else, but they go end up fucking calling my mom. So why would I wait for these phone calls? I need to call the one that had me. And I need to let her know where I'm at. She will understand. I'll explain everything later. I got some money saved. Take it all. Come get me. Tell my sister I'm sorry. Make sure y'all go get the car. I was just worried about her getting her car and getting to work. And, yeah, after that, like, getting, like letting, making sure my sister can get her car, that was the best. My mom came and got me. And that's family. Some people can't even call their mom or their dad or anybody when shit like that happens. And, I, I love that I can call. I mean, they might not agree with everything I, I do. They might not like everything I do, but I know that they care about me. I know if I really need something, those are the only people that's gonna really have my back. And vice versa. And they know that about me. 
they know I'm I'm moody sometimes. I'm I'm really a Gemini, <laughs> and I have two different sides. But they know if something was to happen to any one of them, I it's nothing's gonna happen to either <laughs> either one of them because I wouldn't let that happen. But they wouldn't either. You know what I'm trying to say is family is everything to me. It might not be to everybody. But real family love is everything to me. And it can it's pretty much all you need, honestly. Love for yourself and at least a good home. Somewhere where you can go home. Feel like home is home and that's how I feel every time I'm around my family it can be one sister two sisters three especially if we're all together then that's the best but even when we're not together we're together like our minds are connected and we all think the same on most things so I like that um yeah, and got my DUI, <laughs> 20 after her birthday, and I was so pissed, I had to pay all this money, all this bullshit, but in the middle of that, I ended up losing my best friend in a car accident, and I had to sit down and actually think about everything. Like, yeah, I got a DUI, but that was the last time I had fun with my best friend. That was the last birthday we spent together, um, and we had fun, <laughs> not knowing it, of course, but we had fun, and also the fact that she died in a car crash makes me also not no I don't regret getting my DUI but no I would never drink and drive again because no I didn't get arrested or get a DUI for swerving or because I hit something but who's 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 to go who's to show that the car that hit her that person wasn't drinking and that could have been me I could have took somebody's best friend that's how I think about it and the support I have for my family and the, the fact that I know she knew I loved her and I know she loved me makes grieving a lot easier just like when I lost my great grandma made it a lot easier because she knew when people know you people know the real you you really don't have to worry about any of this. Anything. I know it probably just sound like I'm just going on and on and on, but I had to just talk. And that's my podcast. I'm going to talk about how I feel, what I've been through, 
and I would love people's feedbacks. I would love people to tell me what they would want me to talk about, next topics, anything. And like I said, this is just like a little intro or whatever. Not even an intro because I made one before. It's just a little talk of the day. But I will be starting my season on June 12th, 2020 at 8 o'clock p.m. sharp. Um, It'll probably be a special, so I'll probably put two videos up, but who knows? I might surprise you, but June 12th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Um, Prime, Prime Radio and... I love you guys. Followers or no followers. I gotta start somewhere. And I'm starting here. Today. Every day. Every day I get on here. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye. Hey guys, what's up? Um, this is Dominique. Dom. Domo. Whatever you feel comfortable calling me. Um, the Dom is usually what I go by. But <laughs> I'm back. And I'm here with another short episode before I start my little season, is what I want to call it. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, so yeah, today I want to talk about what's a lot going on. So I know y'all probably think I'm going to talk about what's going on, but <clears throat> I really don't want to do that. It might feed into it close to the end, but today I really just want to talk about family and like real love and how I grew up um, and how I am very appreciative of the support system that I do have. Um, so let's start. Well, I do have a small family to start off. It's only my mom, my three sisters, and that's it. Um, we got a dog here and there and we got a pet bearded dragon. I do, but other than other than that, we do have a pretty small family, but it's really strong. Um, started with my mom. She is a single mother, and very, very strong um, to raise four young black females to be not what most people thought we would at least turn out to be being a household of women and having a single mom that's been to work and stuff but she did a lot for us um from losing jobs to make sure she pick us up from school on time to make sure somebody at the house when we're sick she did a lot so that's a that is a, a spot for me that actually is very touchy to my mom um but yeah so let's talk about just like family and love in general, my family. To start off, basically telling you like how I grew up, a little bit about me, starting off, because I mean, how can I talk about the topics if you don't even know a little bit about the person that's talking, right? So, <laughs> I grew up in Tampa, Florida, born and raised in Tampa, Florida. I've actually never left. Never moved to a different state, um, but I do want to. I know a lot of people think that like if you just from Florida, you want to stay in Florida. Nah, 
I want to venture out and I want to travel <clears throat> and do other things. But basically growing up was, looking back at it, it made me who I am today. But going through it during the times, certain ages, it just wasn't as perfect. So I would start off by, I did grow up in Tampa, um, second grade, I moved out to Apollo Beach. We all moved out to Apollo Beach. Before that, we were homeless, staying with people, just trying to figure it out. And we stayed in an apartment before that stage, but second grade, so I had to be like, what, six? No, I had to be like eight. Yeah, second grade, so I was like eight or seven. Um, and I remember being the only black girl in my whole school. Mind you, this is our first house, so we were excited. We just came from having nowhere to stay to have our own house. It's not the best house, it's not the biggest house, but it's our house. Um, we're there. My mom got it for us and made that happen. Um, but going to school out there, I was the only black girl, and I didn't realize that until I actually started looking around, and how people would look at me, but they wouldn't look at me, like, in disgust, they would be, like, attracted to my skin, my skin color, or, like, I remember being in everything, peer mediation, Girl Scouts, this, that, everything. I wanted to be president. I ran for president one time. I didn't win, but I ran. Um, I just wanted to be involved in everything. And I don't know. That was just something in me as a kid. But they loved my skin color. They were always telling, like, complimenting me on my skin color. But what I didn't understand and what I didn't like and what I still don't like to this day, and like most people, I don't, I don't think I told people this, but I didn't like how. Mind you, I was the only black girl. But then when my little sister came, and I'm going to take it back. <clears throat> I did think I was white during this time. I guess you can say, like, oh, I should have had this. I needed to have a packed lunch because all my white friends have packed lunch. And I can't be getting free lunch. Like, no. Um, Yeah, my mom broke me out of that real quick. Real quick. <laughs> I remember one time she told me to pack all my stuff and go in my little suitcase. I was like second, third grade. This is when it was getting really bad because I thought that we were just too poor and felt like, nah, that's not for us. But my mom taught me and then she, she broke me out of that and I liked the way she did it. Um, at the time, I was a kid, so I didn't understand. But she told me to pack all my stuff and get out. <clears throat> And she was telling me as I was packing stuff, she was like, you can get out and go find a better family since you don't think you belong here. And as I was packing my stuff, of course, I was crying. But then she told me, why are you packing that? I bought that. Why are you packing that? I bought that. So I basically had nothing to take with me. <laughs> so she was right. She got me on that. So, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't the, she, we weren't the richest, but we had we had stuff, so I couldn't complain. Um, but what I didn't like at the school was that 
when my little sister came. She's a little darker than me, but we got the same mom. Like that's that's my little sister. We come from the same family. Um, they would like kind of make fun of her or call her dark or think that she's dirty. And I ain't like that because how you think of me one way, but you think of my sister a different way, just by looking at her and just by looking at me. She could be the nice, and it, it is true. She is nicer than me, very, <laughs> very friend, more friendlier than I am. But I didn't like that growing up. Um, so yeah, I grew up there, and everybody that went to my elementary school went to my middle school and my high school. Um, what grade? I say around my. Sophomore year, my ju- my freshman year in high school, I had to leave um, East Bay, which was around the area where I was at. And we had to move. We had to move my. I remember we had to move my freshman year, and we moved back to Tampa area. <coughs> but my mom still allowed us to go to school out in Riverview, so we would drive, get up every morning, early, early as hell, because <laughs> we're in high school, and we used to, my sister used to drop me off there, mind you, in high school, it's not doing the best in school, but the fact that my sister took time out to take me to a school, and my mom allowed us to stay in the school that's 30 minutes like 40 minutes away she allowed that so that we can enjoy our just being kids honestly and enjoy things that she didn't get to have um <coughs> so that was family like like I'm saying family love everything comes into play um and I remember when I finally did switch schools, it was a little closer. Still wasn't where we lived, <clears throat> but it was closer. Um, got my first job, <laughs> um, which was exciting because I always said I wanted to get a job. And the reason why I wanted a job was not just to have money for myself. The main reason for me to have a job was to help out and So I wouldn't have to ask my mom or my sister for money all the time. So, um, I like that. Growing up, fast forwarding, around junior year, we ended up having to move because the house was in foreclosure. So now we're homeless again. (coughs) But this time we have a great grandma with us. And she lives with us. And it's amazing. Um, we didn't know what we were going to do. But we stayed in the hotel room for probably a year. Definitely. It could have been longer. But we stayed in the hotel room for a year. And my great-grandma stayed with us. 
opportunity to ask her if she would want to come to a room or anything that we can check her into the hospital. And she said no. Her family. And she would sleep, spend a night in her wheelchair in the middle of us in the beds. And she had no problem with that. So I always keep that in my mind. If my grandma, my great grandma, can be strong and do things like that for her family, I know I can for my family. And I have, and that's my whole family's everything. I mean, and I understand <clears throat> that some people don't have the best families because my mom's adopted and her family that she's adopted by don't care about her or us that's exactly why I said we got a small family it's my mom and my three sisters so whenever you say hear me say my family that's the only people I'm talking about <clears throat> I'm not going to be talking about nobody else um so yeah Junior year we was homeless again we all stayed in the room for like a year that was kind of rough because you know I'm about to graduate next year and I want to do things, but I also need to help out. Um, and my mom told me, I'm going to find somewhere before you graduate, please. And she did. And I walked across the stage. <laughs> I didn't even... <clears throat> When I walked across the street, the stage with no diploma, because I didn't graduate when everybody graduated, like they think. <laughs> I failed the FCAP by one point. And that devastated me. But, at the same time, I didn't take school serious until the last of the last, so it was on me. And, I went back to get my diploma, not a GED. I actually went back to my test passed. And I got my diploma. It just wasn't on their terms. And I'm fine with that. Um, now, <laughs> at the time, I was embarrassed. So, and people still don't know that to this day. Because I just don't tell my business like that. They don't know that I'm homeless. Like, it's probably like one or two people out there in the world that know this. Besides my family. Um, but yeah, we found a place. I went to prom, we were there, and everything was good. And fast forwarding again after graduation, I did, 20 years old, living the life. <clears throat> Me and my best friend. <laughs> but at 20 is when I got my DUI. And that hit me. And that let me know how strong my family is. My mom is so real. And she's pretty tough. So, me going to jail and me calling her was it's kind of scary. <laughs> but mind you, I got a DUI in my sister's car. My older sister car and she worked. So 
that's in my head. She let me borrow her car to go to my best friend's birthday party. And we have fun. Me and my best friend had so much fun. Drunk. She turned 21, though. I didn't turn 21. I was still 20. I don't turn 21 till like two months after her. But we had fun. And they pulled me over for a taillight. A taillight. <laughs> they didn't know I was drinking by me swerving. But <clears throat> they see my band, blah, 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 go to jail. It's whatever. But the fact that I'm trying to make is the fact that I had to call. Well, I didn't have to call my mom. That's the thing. I could have called anybody else, but they go end up fucking calling my mom. So why would I wait for these phone calls? I need to call the one that had me. And I need to let her know where I'm at. She will understand. I'll explain everything later. I got some money saved. Take it all. Come get me. Tell my sister. I'm sorry. Make sure y'all go get the car. I was just worried about her getting her car and getting to work. And yeah, after that, like getting, like letting, making sure my sister can get her car. That was the best. My mom came and got me. And that's family. Some people can't even call their mom or their dad or anybody when shit like that happens. And I love that I can call. I mean, they might not agree with everything I do. They might not like everything I do. But I know that they care about me. I know if I really need something, those are the only people that's going to really have my back. And vice versa. And they know that about me. They know I'm, I'm moody sometimes. I'm, I'm really a Gemini. <laughs> and I have two different sides. But they know. If something was to happen to any one of them. I w- it's nothing's going to happen to either, <laughs> either one of them. Because I wouldn't let that happen. But they wouldn't either. You know what I'm trying to say is family is everything to me. It might not be to everybody. But real family love is everything to me. And it's been it's pretty much all you need, honestly. Love for yourself and at least a good home. Somewhere where you can go home, feel like home is home and that's how I feel every time I'm around my family it can be one sister two sisters three especially if we're all together then that's the best but even when we're not together we're together like our minds are connected and we all think the same on most things so I like that um yeah, and got my DUI, <laughs> 20 after her birthday, and I was so pissed, I had to pay all this money, all this bullshit, but in the middle of that, I ended up losing my best friend in a car accident, and I had to sit down and actually think about everything. 
like yeah I got a DUI but that was the last time I have fun with my best friend that was the last birthday we spent together um and we had fun <laughs> not knowing it of course but we had fun and also the fact that she died in a car crash makes me also not no I don't regret getting my DUI but no I would never drink and drive again because no I didn't get arrested or get a DUI for swerving or because I hit something but who's 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 to go who's to show that the car that hit her that person wasn't drinking and that could have been me I could have took somebody's best friend that's how I think about it and the support I have from my family and the, the fact that I know she knew I loved her and I know she loved me makes grieving a lot easier just like when I lost my great grandma made it a lot easier because she knew people know you people know the real you you really don't have to worry about any of this anything I know it probably just sound like I'm just going on and on and on but I had to just talk and that's my podcast I'm going to talk about how I feel what I've been through and I would love people's feedbacks. I would love people to tell me what they would want me to talk about, next topics, anything. And like I said, this is just like a little intro or whatever. Not even an intro because I made one before. It's just a little talk of the day. But I will be starting my season on June 12, 2020 at 8 o'clock p.m. Sharp. Um probably be a special so I'll probably put two videos up but who knows I might surprise you but June 12 2020 at 8 p.m. Prime Prime Radio and I love you guys followers or no followers I gotta start somewhere and I'm starting here today Every day. Every day I get out here. (laughs) Thank you guys.